Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, the last Ralph Report of the week. You know why? Because today's a Friday. Okay, all right. Fuck. That is... Awful. Sound so the many people worst. look forward to. Who looks forward to so that? So many no one army looks, members. No, that no, is the clarion no. call for everyone to to join no. hand in hand they, and go into the weekend together. Only people who want to be contrarians like that. No, it's the people. People just want to not like what I hate or want to like what I hate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you know what you're I saying? I don't because that noise scrambles my brain. <laughs> Welcome, boys and girls, to <sighs> the last drop report of the week. As I mentioned, I love me a Friday because we get to walk hand in hand into the weekend together and send the week off in style. We got a hell of a show lined up for you today. It is Friday, ah! August 4th, the year is 2023. That's the year of Larry. And now it's time for Silly Songs with Laddie, the part of the show where Laddie comes out and sings a silly song. Everybody's got a water buffalo. Yours is fast, but mine is slow. Oh, where'd we get them? I don't know. But everybody's got a water buffalo. Come on, stop it. Watch a ah. buffalo do the store. Got his head stuck in the door. Spill some lima beans on the floor. Oh, everybody stop got it. say everyone's got a water buffalo and everyone does not have a water buffalo we're going to get nasty letters saying where's my water buffalo why don't i have a water buffalo and are you prepared to deal with that i don't think so just stop being so silly there you go yeah yeah i knew you'd like that one i hate that one larry hit that same note that i hit fucking awful thought it'd be the perfect song for a friday all hell in a cucumber what was that I'll help Larry the Cucumber. It is right so. to give Larry the Cucumber thanks and praise. Oh, it's awful. Just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. And sitting here in the Batcave with me as the Rear Admiral himself, Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mayor of Myrtle Beach, victim of vandalism, mm. the Yahoo of Yellowstone, the Dilf Pickle, the Nipsey Muscle, Holy Gov, Holy Gov. Teddy Pence. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Yo, ho, Eddie. What's going on, Mr. P? Wow, I don't do that. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You're right. I'm fine. I'm fine. Got any hot big... water's back. Oh, he got hot yeah. water back. Woo! Does that mean you're bathing and everything? I'm, I don't bathe. 
a shower. That's showering's considered bathing. Cleansing well, of the body I'm with water I'm is referred to yes. as bathing. I'm showering, yes. So you're clean. And nice you're... warm hot shower. Then I I, I oh, slide those, in between the sheets. One of those warm hot. Warm showers. hot. You start warm and you get used to it, and then you crank it up to hot. Gotcha. Warm Understood. hot shower. Understood. And then you uh, sleep and you wake up oh, and uh, all that tossing and turning and sweating in the middle of the night just stays with you all day long. Right. Until the flies follow you around. As opposed to wearing dirt <sighs> into bed. I don't have any dirt to you carry do. into Well, bed. you don't because you don't leave your house. Exactly. But other people do. Well, if you're working on an assembly line or you're digging ditches or whatever, then you get to shower you're before outside, bed. You're outside, you're sweating. But not you. You're the living guy life. who watches movies and, and then drives. Oh my god that's all you do you don't have no dirt. idea what i do i don't and i kind of like it that way mm. i like keeping the mystery in a relationship <laughs> but that's me you got any comedy clubs shows coming up anytime oh, soon where people i got can one see you? i got one tuesday august 8th if anybody's in hollywood i'm doing the belly room of the comedy store the comedy store the world famous comedy store that's high profile big time comedy venue. it is one of the big three in hollywood yes it is my buddy runs a, there's a very popular show there on tuesday nights called roast battle mm. i don't know if people any listeners know about it it's a where two comics get up and they roast each other it's a it's a roast battle um but before the show a couple comics open the show up and my buddy runs that so he asked me to come and open up the show so i'm one of the comics going on before the roast battle spectacular yeah. who's roasting this week do you i don't know, know. i don't know what lineup they put up yet it's usually like four or five different roast battles and they have a champion or some shit like that I don't know. that sounds fun i guess if you're into roasting yeah i mean it's kind of like rap battles is sort with of, rappers yes the comedians get to tee off on each other it was very popular a few years ago I actually went on comedy central i think they had a show on comedy central for a while called roast battle really yeah, yeah. i don't remember it yeah. I remember roasting was a bigger thing a few years back. Yeah, Jeff, I mean, Jeffrey Ross uh, runs it pretty much. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, of course, he uh, he ran all those Comedy Central celebrity yes. roasts, and they yes. just became very popular. Yes. yes. Well, look at you. So, so Tuesday night, if anybody wants to see uh, Eddie Pence and the comedy stylings of our friend, you can go to uh, the Belly Room at the Comedy yes. Store in Hollywood. When it used to be a mob hangout, that's where they did the abortions. <sighs> when it used to be an old, uh, what was the old name of the Ciro's, the old Italian restaurant, when they did the uh, murders in the basement and the abortions in the uh, upstairs for the mob bosses who got their mistresses pregnant and didn't want... Did you really have to add that little piece I'm just, of trivia? I'm just giving some information about the comic. That's all. It's, it's a dark place, man. It's a lot of dark energy there. Well, nothing says comedy like illegal abortions so i'm glad you uh <laughs> you primed the pump with the audience Just getting saying. them ready to laugh so, so when they sit in there the only thing that's going to be on their mind won't be your jokes nope it'll be like wow i wonder how many illicit abortions were how performed many in, this are in this room right now ghost fetuses oh my god <laughs> i can't even A little tiny ghost fetuses all right all right all right <laughs> That's what Casper was. It's a hot fudge Friday. Yeah! Hot fudge on the hey, What's going on? Hot fudge on the morning. I'm going to have some fun. Hot fudge on the morning. Hey, what's going on? Hot fudge boy, boy. Let's, uh, let's cleanse our minds of Eddie Pence. <laughs> Move on to better things. The first thing we have to address, and I can't tell you how much I love you guys. Yesterday, 
we talked about Matt Burke, a long-haul trucker up there in Nova Scotia, Canada. And his wife has MS, and mm. he lost his job in January. It took him months to find another one. The one he did find is not even paying him half what he was making before. The guy was circling the drain, and you could hear it in his voice when we played his call. The guy was in dire straits. Not the band, of course, because no. he'd be making more money. Yes. But uh, literally in dire straits. And he was jammed up, and he started a GoFundMe, and there was no donations to the GoFundMe. And so we took it upon ourselves here at the Ralph Report to put the word out to the Garmy. And I'll tell you, when I, when I do this stuff, for example, this morning, the first thing I did when I woke up was like, I wonder how things are going with the GoFundMe. And I, I got to it, and it was practically at the goal, which was $6,500 Canadian dollars. So in American money, that's like $54, $55, something like that. And I literally teared up because the Garmy is just an endless source of renewal for me in regards to my faith in humanity. You guys consistently, and this isn't just a one-off, every time anybody needs help, you guys show up in the biggest, boldest way, and it just does my heart so good to see you guys come together as a community, help strangers always, almost every week, but especially to when you take care of each other. It's kind of remarkable, and it is just a beautiful thing to behold. And I think everybody felt the same way. We could all hear the pain in Matt's voice when he was talking about feeling like he let his wife down and his son down and just with no place else to go. And he reached out and the Garmy responded. It just, it, it moved me and I'm not the only one. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Jan, crew. Um, Damien from Brisbane, two-star in the Garmy. Um, Ralph, I just wanted to reach out to you, mate, after hearing uh, Matt's call and your call to action. Um, you know, in Australia, sometimes we feel a little bit disconnected from the from the raffle, I guess. Uh, you know, always an opportunity to donate, but I've never taken it, mate, because uh, my partner and I, we, we get by. We're week-to-week people. We, we have uh, six kids, four of them are foster kids. Uh, it's not, a, <laughs> not an occupation that makes you rich, but it does uh, fill your heart with joy um, sometimes. <laughs> anyway... Um, what Matt said yesterday, what, what you played was just heartbreaking. And I, I just wanted to reach out to you personally and say thank you so much for doing this for him. I think that's one of the awesome things about the Gami is that community that you've created and how they do look after their own. And, you, you, you know, I don't think you've ever actually singled out um, someone like this before, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, uh, it hit home, mate. It hit the heart. So... We can't afford to give much, but um, as soon as I finish work and get home and share that call with the, the missus, we'll, uh, we'll dig deep and, and donate what we can. Um, and hopefully every little bit helps and we can get Matt out of the shit before that uh, deadline coming up in a week or so. Um, I hope he makes it. We'll be rooting for him. Um, you know, I'm sure the Garmin is supporting him anywhere they can, morally, financially. Um, and, yeah. Hopefully we can save this guy, save his house, save his relationships and have him in a better place uh, by the time we hear from him again. All right, LMB. 
Here's a guy who's uh, raising four foster kids, got two of his own. My God. He's also living week to week. Yeah. And he still found a way to donate to a fellow Garmy member who was in trouble. And I can't tell you how many emails, how many phone calls I got just like that from people saying, look, we're struggling too, but we're better off than, than Matt because we're not about to lose our home. Yeah. So we found a little something extra to be able to donate. And pe- time and time again, people who maybe ordinarily couldn't afford something like that found a way. And the folks who could afford a little bit more, they were more than generous. And it does, every little bit does matter. And the way the people come together, it doesn't matter what you donate. It just matters that you care about somebody and you give a shit. And that is the special thing. That's the phenomena that is uh, is the Garmy. And I, I can't thank you enough. Seriously, I took this one personally. And, and you guys really showed up in a big way. So I just want to deeply thank everyone who has donated we're going to leave it open. We're going to let it run until next week because it is August 8th is the deadline for him to be able to pay his arrears when it comes to his mortgage. But I'm happy to announce as to the recording, as of the recording of this particular show, the amount now, which originally they were looking for $6,500, is well over $10,000. Oh, my God. Wow. So, I mean, I, I don't, I'm speechless. That's... You guys blow me away. So instead of 6500 Matt has that and much more, and hopefully that'll give him a little bit of a cushion and uh, they can get a handle on their uh, financial wow. strife and, um, and, and have a better life. And, and we haven't heard yet Matt from Matt yet because he is currently on a long haul. He is trucking. He's doing his job. But I can imagine when he gets back to us, we are going to hear... Uh, Hear good things wow. from Matt. So, Beautiful. Thank you to everybody. Really appreciate it. All right. Let's get to the show today. What do you say? Because on the counter, you want to know why? It's a good one. We got the video vault, of course, lined up. Somebody might potentially win some fabulous cash and prizes, cash not included, on the Garmy Game Show and entertainment news, your phone calls, all that stuff lay ahead. But before we get into that, I thought this would be an interesting thing to kick off the weekend with because a lot of people this weekend, it's summertime, they're going to hop in their cars, they're going to go someplace, they're going to travel, maybe just take a road trip, maybe just take a nice a nice cruise around in the in the sunny sunshine. Yeah. I guess sun, sun, sunny sunshine. Sunshine would be sunny. Warm hot shower. The summer sunshine. And uh, I thought this was fascinating. An insurance company named Keith Mitchell Insurance released this study. And what they did was they wanted to look into the impact, the safety of your driving, um, the safety of your driving is impacted, rather, by the music you listen to. Oh. So what they did was they got an API, and I wasn't familiar with this, but this is an application programming interface. It's a way for two or more computer programs to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. So they had their program, and they tied it in with the algorithm from Spotify. And they focused on Spotify playlists that are specifically designed for road trips. And they analyzed over 900 songs that Spotify recommends on road trips. And they took the BPM. You know what the BPM is? Body mass index? No. Beats per minute Ah. of each song. And they took the energy ranking of the song. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what that is. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, they took those values and then multiplied them and they were able to scientifically come up with the five songs 
most likely to get you into a car crash if oh, you're listening to it. Okay. And conversely, mm, yeah. the five songs that are the safest songs for you to listen to mm. while you're driving. Okay. Now, this is science. Science. So I don't want to hear anybody saying, oh, that's nonsense. This backed is backed by studies and research. Science. And yes. So if you're going to drive this weekend, I've got the five songs for you to avoid or the five songs that you can safely listen to and operate your vehicle. Uh -huh. And this particularly should apply to you, Eddie Pence, because you drive like a lunatic anyway. I am a anyway. safe driver. It's madness. I've gotten you home safe every time just I've driven you. Barely, just barely. Every time. I have literally left my fingernail marks in the <laughs> dashboard, clutching on for dear life when Eddie Pence has been behind but the wheel. But you got home safely. Yeah. Just sheer luck. No. Skill. Five most dangerous driving songs. Okay. We're going to do them in order from least to most dangerous, the top five. Sure. All right, here you go. Number five, this song, You'll Die. If you listen to oh, this, this song, one will pretty kill much. You. Okay. I mean, you know, there's four more that are more likely. But more deadlier you. than this but one. But this is pretty this dangerous. Is, this, okay. this is pretty damn dangerous. I, I'm, I'm seeing. Picket and picket Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me. So you can see what's going on, 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 what's going on. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. I wonder why. Treacherous. Why is that treacherous? Listen to it. I did. Black people complaining about the world. There's a lot of people that might make very upset behind the wheel. <laughs> they drive very aggressively. There's a black guy asking what's going on in the I'll world. I'll show you what's going on. I'll show on. you. <laughs> Just pedal to the metal. Yeah, I have no idea why that one is dangerous. But again, it's science. I can't, science. can't argue with it. I can't argue with it. Nope. It's the multiplication of the BPM and the energy. It's proven. What are you going to do? Number four, here you go. admit when that song's going i'm bopping you're around bopping in my head. seat and you're also feeling like you're late to church <laughs> probably if it's a sunday i'm you're really trying speeding. to get to church on time i'm just yeah. uh i can see why that would song would distract it would distract me if i yeah. had it cranked and when that song comes on i do crank it so i could understand <laughs> here's number three she's a river and she's turning there in front of me stand back get back she'll pinch up the sky She got a resurrection view. When I'm scared and about to lose, she gives me traveling shoes. She's a river and she's turning there in front of me. That's a call, a song called She's a River by Simple Minds. Really? That uh, one? I'm safe from that because I'll never play that song. Unless you're so. reaching to turn it off. Maybe <laughs> you get distracted. That's yeah. possible. Number two, the second most dangerous song behind the wheel. Yeah, running down the drain. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, one. absolutely! Yeah. You're speeding to that song. That song makes you feel like you're uh, running moonshine. Yeah. over the county you line. You want to weave in and out of traffic. With yeah, that one. you want to just get off the freeway and get on a dirt road, <laughs> just kick up some dust. 
And here's number one, the most dangerous song. If you're driving right now listening to the Ralph pull Report, over and stop. you might have to pull over because I don't want to be responsible for your <laughs> imminent death because you're listening to this clip. Just a clip from this song Will's is enough to kill you. Pull over. Bye. Please, the stop the car. Don't get me Pretenders, don't get yeah, me wrong. You can't help but move your head. To oh, that song. you're dancing. You're you, dancing and you're not paying attention you to the road. You can't keep your eyes on the road. No. How many people just got in accidents? S several. We, we we're just, sorry. We probably cut our subscribers in half <laughs> because we played just a mere clip of that song. All right, those are all dangerous. Okay. Be careful out there. Now, let's be safe. Everybody drive. These, that's right. If you're not driving, get your car now. Get in your car. Turn it on and just take off because you'll never be safer than you will listening to these five songs. Here's the fifth safest song to be driving your car to. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance beneath the cover of October skies. You know, the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. You know, I'm trying to please to the calling of your heartstrings that play soft and low. See, Van Morrison's Moon Dance. Yeah, you're driving 10 miles under the speed oh, limit. Easy. Just, you're relaxed. You're just grooving. Yeah. Everything. People are honking at you. That's how slow you're driving. <laughs> it's working. Fourth safest song okay. behind the wheel from a band called Smog. Smog. It's called Let's Move to the Country. Let's move to the country. Let's move to the country. Just you and me. The fuck? You're safe with that song. You've pulled over to the side of the road and fallen asleep is what you've done. That song makes that me song. want to drive into oncoming traffic. <laughs> How can that be safe? That's awful. I want to take my own life and someone else with me when I hear that well, song. You just won't get into the car if it's playing. <laughs> that can't be safe. Right? Can't be safe. Uh, third safest song from Ray LaMontagne. Ooh. Jolene. Jolene. I ain't about it's too late. I found myself face down in the ditch, oozing my hair, blood on my lips. A picture of you holding a picture of me in the pocket of my blue jeans. That's safe. It's just because no one's paying attention to it, right? It's just so low, and you're just driving, and you're not even paying attention to the music. Know. In the lyrics, he talks about lying face down in a ditch. <laughs> How can that be one of the safest I, songs? Because I, I don't think you're paying attention to it. It's you're, you, There's not a catchy beat. You're it's not like singing it. It's like music. Yeah, it's elevator music. Second safest, you're fine if you're listening to this, by Kina Granis is her name. It's a cover. How appropriate for this show. I may not always love you long as there are stars above you you'll never need to doubt it i'll make you so sure about it 
God only knows what I'd be without you. Yeah, it's safe. It's, it's safe because you're not paying attention to it. I think it's safe because you feel like you've already been in a crash and you're going to meet God. <laughs> and you're floating up to and heaven. And you're floating up to heaven. That's what that song <laughs> makes me feel like. All right, here it is. The safest song in the world to drive to. When this song is on, nothing can go wrong. No harm can come to you mm. when you hear this. Hands, touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. How how can how can any harm come to you when you're listening to that? I song? would get in a wreck listening to that song. Why? So you get into that song. No, but just, just bah, bah, bah. you get into that song. Solid groove and so you're good, just, so good. You get just, into life that. is perfect when that song is on. Right, but you're not paying attention to the road. I am. You're dry, You're I'm, singing. I'm happy. I love my fellow drivers. Oh. I want everyone to be safe. You're getting. You're not paying attention. You're driving off of, into an embankment. That song is or off safe, a cliff. Unless you're in Boston, and then you feel like you're at a ball game. <laughs> Um, I want to thank Aaron from North Carolina for sending me that list. I thought that was fascinating. Scientifically proven, the songs that are most dangerous and least dangerous to drive to. So now you know, boys and girls, what to avoid mm. when you're out there on the road. All right, let's turn our attention now to Garmy members near and far. We love it when you reach out to us, especially when you do so by leaving a voicemail on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. All you got to do is dial the number, one 833 then it's up to you. Once you hear the beep, let us know what's on your mind. Your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, all are welcome and all will be heard because I listen to each and every voicemail message and I grab a handful and I put the ones that catch my attention here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ross gonna play your calls now. I want to remind folks, I know it takes a lot of courage to call the uh, Ralph Report hotline. It's not easy to be put on the spot and have to leave a message. Sometimes you struggle. Yeah. Hey, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie. What it do, crew? Get better soon, Steve. We miss you. What up, Queen J with the magic? Um, oh. Well, this is, oh, this man. is, this is awesome. He had all the intros. He had everything. He had all the intros. All good to go. You focus too much on the intros. Yeah. He started off so strong. Get the message out. And then just, this is awesome. I don't think he was being serious. I don't think he felt it was <laughs> no, awesome at all. I don't think all. he was. No. I don't know anymore what to expect from the Garmy. I don't know what's going to work and what's not, what people like and what they don't. Right. It's always a guessing game. Okay. This week shocked me. Ralph, um, can you please do two weeks of Larry the Cucumber? Please. <laughs> pretty, pretty, please. Come on with Larry the Cucumber. I didn't know he was that popular. I had no idea. No clue. I really thought I was a last-ditch Larry. <laughs> I was just scraping the bottom of the barrel. I had no, if I had known people loved Larry the Cucumber this much, 
I would have put him much higher up in the yeah, lineup I, wow. at the top of the game. Shocking. Unbelievable. I appreciate your love for Larry the Cucumber. Regarding a second week of Larry, however. No. 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 That's not going to Our only two-time Larry has been Cousin Larry. That's right. Yeah. We, we ran Cousin Larry for two weeks. But... Uh, <laughs> Let's come on. As much as you may love Larry the Cucumber, he doesn't rank with Cousin Larry. No, he's no. He's Don't be ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we love recurring people who call in and we get to know them and we get to love them. And uh, then suddenly, sometimes they disappear. We never hear from them yeah. again. And like, whatever happened to that guy? And it's so nice to be reunited. Your pork loin is in peril. Your brisket doesn't stand a chance. Hide your ribeye in a barrel. No one is safe from the meat snappers. Rob Garman, this is the meat slapper. It has been a minute since my last phone call. And in that time, the meat baby has become the meat toddler. And he is still not slapping his meat. I have been off my meat, but for the sake of my meat health, I've decided to treat myself to a nice chicken breast. I've seasoned it, and it's a nice simple meat just to ease me back into the, to the world of meat slapping. So I'm going to give myself and you and the Garmy a nice meat slap. Thank you. <sighs> oh, take it. Take it. Oh, it's taking it. Oh, yeah, that's a good meat slap. Meat toddler, would you like to slap some meat? Slap my meat. Um, slap daddy's meat. Nope. Very disappointing. As you were. The return of the meat slapper. Oh, wow. I haven't heard from meat in a while. He's been off the meat, is what he said. Yeah, I guess he had to give up the meat. Wow. Glad he's back on the meat. It's so sad. I've had a, I had a cut back on meat. Have you too. cut back on the meat? Yeah, I hate it. I'm doubling up on meat. Are you really? Yeah. Well. That'll, that should hasten your exit. Why don't you listen to the top five songs while you're <laughs> chewing on some beef? Maybe a big beef rib and some music. Um, Eddie and I had a disagreement about enchiladas yesterday. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And uh, some people thought, what could have made that, that fight better? <laughs> it could only get better if we were drunk. Morning, Ralph and Eddie. Uh, 43 minutes and 11 seconds on Thursday's show. That's a drunk Ralph and Eddie rant if I've ever heard one. Mm. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Yeah. Uh, imagine, if you will, a, a drunk customer asking for a change <laughs> to his meal and then the owner of the restaurant being equally drunk, refusing to give him the change. <laughs> I think that would sound a little something like this. Looks I can't like see that close up. Something a foot from your face. It's gross. Eddie's and Ralph's drunk thoughts. I'm fine. Yeah, my teeth are working. <laughs> and I would, I would prefer to have some sort of meat in there. Ground beef, shredded chicken. Prefer you leave my something restaurant. like that. That's what I prefer. Something. Steak, barbacoa, you know, as they say. Not. <laughs> All right. Just gonna. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't understand you, and I never will. 
I can modify it, but you don't let me modify. No modifiers. I'm not going to eat your restaurant. No substitutions, no modifiers. I'm not going to eat your restaurant. See this sign? Says we right to reserve to refuse service to anyone. I and you're gonna have to. I leave. don't want your service. You're gonna have to leave. I'm fine. Then get out. I'm fine with leaving. Leave. I'll go to Taco Bell. Yeah, you will. That's more your speed. Yeah. I'll be here with Dolores Del Rio, great silent right. film star and chef. Right. She's dead. Enjoying ourselves. But her food lives on. Right. Her corpse is there. <laughs> that restaurant sounds like it's the best restaurant <laughs> ever. Worst drunk fight ever. Yeah. And lastly, we play upbeat music for you every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. Still doing covers, and I love it. Hey, Ralph and Eddie. Uh, Seth from Costa Mesa. Not uh, two-star Seth, who seems to call in all the time. I have a happy hit request. It is both a cover and a song from a movie. Uh, it's a band that inexplicably played the goddamn Super Bowl like 20-some years ago in that short window of time when somehow we were playing swing music on pop radio. Uh, it's Big Bad Voodoo Daddy playing uh, I Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book. I hope everyone enjoys it. Love you, Mina. Bye. that on my karaoke list too <laughs> that's it thanks everybody for calling in you too can be featured in the garmy on the line segment but it physically can't be done unless you call me Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. 
Now it's time for a lucky member of the Garmy to potentially win some lovely cash and prizes, cash not included. It's time for the Garmy Game Show. It's time for America's fastest growing quiz sensation, the Garmy Game Show. With the host that loves you most, Ralph Garmin. And the contestant that can win you fabulous prizes, Ralph Garmin. Thank you, John Cooperman. Welcome, everyone, to the Garmy Game Show, the only game show on the Ralph Report where you can win some fabulous cash and prizes, cash not included, if I, in this particular case, am able to answer a mere five out of ten questions correctly. If I answer all ten correctly, you'll win today's fabulous prizes plus the bonus prize of Eddie Pence's comedy Unspecial on DVD. Should I, by any stretch of the imagination, not come up with one correct answer? No, no, we changed that. If I get less than less. five correct answers, you will get the uh, consolation yes. prize, which is uh, Eddie Pence's comedy Unspecial on CD. Now, Eddie Pence is the quiz master today. I will be answering the questions. Let's find out, first of all, who I'll be playing for. This name chosen at random. You just have to email us, Eddie and myself, uh, Eddie at the RalphReport.com, myself at the RalphReport.com. Put Garmy Game Show in the subject matter so we know what you're contacting us about. And give us your mailing address, because if you win, we want to send your prizes out. I will be playing for Eric Wooliver today. Eric Wooliver, who hails from Springfield Mo. Oh. So, uh, Eric, I will be uh, doing my best for you, my friend. Let's find out what you potentially could win. Let's throw it to Ralph Garman. Ralph, tell him what he could win. Why, thank you, Ralph. Today, Eric could be the proud owner of the Garby Coffee Mug. That's right, the Ralph Report Coffee Mug. Orange on the inside, white on the outside. Emblazoned with the Ralph Report logo. It has a handle on the right side for right-handed people. But if you're left-handed, spin it around. If you use both hands to hold your coffee, no help for you. Also, if you have if you have a small amount of liquid you'd like to drink, there's the Ralph Report shot glass. It's crystal clear. You can see through it. Light shines through it. And the only thing that doesn't go through it is liquid, which is good because then it holds it in. Also, there's the Ralph Report logo on it. And wait, there's more. Besides that, you'll also win a Garvey t-shirt. That's right, suitable for wearing. The t-shirt comes in a size that hopefully will fit you. And then you can wear it out with pride. Is it reusable? It's reusable. Just bring it home and then wash it and then put it on again and repeat. Now, back to you, Ralph. Thank you so much, Ralph Garman. So there you go. Get all that stuff So today, much information. If I come through. Uh, Eric, let's find out what the theme of today's quiz is. Well, since there's been so much buzz in the last week about our big Las Vegas meet and greet. Ah, oh, Vegas. We're all excited about Vegas. So excited about Vegas. I thought I would quiz you, I would quiz you about Las Vegas. See what some of your Las Vegas knowledge is going into the big Las Vegas meet and greet. So this is trivia all about Las Vegas. Las Vegas trivia. That's the theme from the That's show the, Vegas. Yes. In case anyone didn't know what the hell that music was. That's a great was. show. Great show. Um, all right, Vegas trivia. This is just all just general all, Vegas all, trivia? General Vegas Anything trivia? to do with Vegas? Anything to do with Vegas? Anything to do with Vegas? It's uh, all in the forms of true or false or multiple choice. Speaking of Vegas, before yes. we get into the game. Yes, yes, yes. 
You're the man who loves to drive to Vegas, right? You're the guy who loves to drive I'm to Vegas. You're like, oh, I love driving to I Vegas. It's the best Vegas. way to go. It's, That's it's the way, way I love to go. It's, it's the only way to go. Like it's so much easier. Look at the thermometer. I could do yeah. things, and you could drive, and it's the best. Yeah, and it. driving is the best way to get so to good. Vegas. That's Absolutely. all I've heard from you That's for five years. That's what I've said. You want to tell everybody how you're getting to Vegas for the Garmin meet and greet? Most likely fly. You son of a bitch. You goddamn yep, son a of a bitch. There's a reason for the fly. You. Oh. Oh, <laughs> God damn you. There's a reason for the flying. Uh-huh. Tracy's parents are coming down to watch Colton for the weekend. Uh-huh. He's got school on that Friday. Uh-huh. They're, they're terrified to drive in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. So I have to wait until after 3 o'clock to pick him up from school. Then we're going to catch a, a, a later flight out of Burbank, probably around 6 or 7, and fly to Vegas so we can get there and enjoy at least Friday night there as well. Why don't you just drive after you drop because him off? Because if at, I at drive, I try and get out. You get there so quick. You told me you get there fast, no, and it's fast. You told me it's I, faster I, than getting to the airport, getting on a plane. It is if you don't leave out. during rush hour on a Friday. Oh, my God. I'd be stuck in San Bernardino until 10 p.m. Because driving sucks. At that time, it, yes. Admit it. It all is no. just the flying is the best. If I were to drive, I would leave Friday, say, like 10 a.m., and I'd be there at like 10.35. <laughs> I'd put on my driving music, and I'd be there. You're the worst human being. I'm the best. But, yeah, so we, we're going to fly just so we have Friday night there. Otherwise, we won't have Friday night. All right. So that's right. what. Fair enough. That's why I'm Is flying. that my first question? How are you yes. getting to Vegas? How am I getting to Vegas? You're You're flying. That's not a question. That's one. Here's your practice question. Oh, so you can see what type hate of hate practice questions. I, that's why I do them. All right, here we go. Practice question. True or false? Mm. The MGM Grand's bronze lion <laughs> is the largest bronze statue in the United States. True or fra- false? True or false? True or false? The largest bronze statue. Largest in the United- bronze. True or statue. false? That's not possible. I say false. False. <laughs> Shit's true, yo. That statue's the largest bronze 45 statue? feet tall, weighs 50 tons. Huh. It's the second largest bronze statue in the world. It's madness. But it has to be a bronze. I'm sure there's other statues that are bigger yeah, made out of Of course there's stuff. bigger statues made yeah. out of other stuff. I said bronze. I know, but it's I was thinking specific. there must be a larger bronze something oh somewhere. Right here. Doesn't, here. Don't they have a bronze pecan in Georgia yeah, or something? Yeah, a giant bronze pecan in thought. Georgia. All right. They're known for their... All right, I got my one that's your, bad answer that's your, out of the way. That's your practice. Okay, here. Now these all clear these, sailing. These are live rounds now. All right. Number one, the Venetian in Las Vegas, mm. you're aware of the Venetian. I am Venetian. Is built on the lot of this former classic Vegas hotel. Ah. Is it A, the Landmark, B, Algiers, C, Harrah's, or D, the Sands? What classic Vegas hotel is now the Venetian. Yeah. I know something was built on the sands there, Landmark, but I think... Algiers, Harris, Sands. I think the... Uh, I think the... Uh, mm. I think Venetian went up before they blew the sands up. I remember mm. when they did that. I can't be sure. <laughs> timeline. Gonna, gonna my one of these answers. My timeline is iffy. A, B, C, or I want to say that it was built on top of the... Mm. I will go with sands. I'm going with sands. I'm just going with sands. You're right. Yeah. It is the sands. Woo. It is the sands. Good Woo. for you. Good for you. Remember when they? Remember in Vegas when they built? They re? They just redone the Aladdin. Yeah. And then 9/11 happened. Yep. And we were all like anti anything. Right. Nothing uh, remotely Middle Eastern. And they never opened it. Nope. It was sat there brand new, yeah. gorgeous looking, and they wouldn't open it. So sad. Because there was uh, Middle Eastern stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Bias. Yep. Number two. True or false? Las Vegas is considered the brightest spot on Earth. 
brightest spot on Earth. From uh, space. 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 Um, True or false? I do believe someone once told me you can see the Luxor from space. So I'm going to say yes, it's indeed true. It is. Yeah. The Las Vegas Strip is the brightest spot on Earth. That makes sense. All the lights they All have the lights. There. There's a lot of lights there. Number three. True or false, mm. there are over 1,000 fountains in the Bellagio Hotel. 1,000 one fountains. Th over 1,000. True or false? True. Over 1,000 1, fountains. That sounds like the kind of fact you would get off of a website for the Bellagio, and then you just jotted it down. No. So I'm going to say website. it sounds correct. I'm going to say yes, over 1,000. 1,214 fountains. Look at that. In the Bellagio. That's a lot of fountains. That's nuts. What's their water bill like, right? Are you right, with me, huh, right. folks? Number four, by the number of rooms, which of these Vegas hotels is considered the largest in the United States and the second largest in the world? Oh my God. Is it A, the MGM Grand, B, Caesars Palace, C, Planet Hollywood, or D, the Bellagio? By the sheer number of rooms. Sheer volume. Of rooms. Of rooms. Give me the, give me the names again. MGM, MGM Caesars, Caesars, Planet Hollywood, Remember. Bellagio. Remember, it's not Planet Hollywood. Was considered the largest in the U.S. and the second largest in the world, hotel-wise, by the number of rooms. Not square footage, not anything else, but sheer number of rooms. That's this is just this is not fair. How many? Who knows how many rooms are in how Why? many hotels? You've been to the MGM. You've been to the yeah. Caesars. I didn't go around You've counting the, the fucking rooms. Which one fills biggest? Uh, one room, two room. Just walking down the hall, just oh my work God. my way to the casino. Just counting people, then multiplying people by... People say I complain. ...by floors. This is just a ridiculous, Why? unfair question. Because no it? one could know but this. But you know what? We're all going to learn something. I'm going to say... And when everyone's in Vegas, they'll be like, oh, that hotel, that's the biggest... That's the second I'm biggest I'm going to go US. with Caesars Palace. Just Caesars Palace. MGM Grand. Oh, all right. MGM Grand. You feel so now good we all about know. yourself? You now, feel good about yourself now? Now when we're all hanging out in Vegas talking, we're like, hey, guys, look over there at the big green uh, building over so there. So many goddamn rooms That's in there. The, it also has the second largest bronze statue in the world, too. So much to see over there. So many rooms and so much brass. Bronze. Whatever. Bronze. <laughs> Number five. Which is taller? I am. <laughs> the great... No, that's wrong. Oh, sorry. The great Sphinx of Giza or the Luxor Las Vegas Sphinx? Which one is taller? Ooh, which is taller? Which is taller? Uh, the Sphinx of Giza has a busted up face. Right, but that doesn't do with the height. I thought it's we're all nose. learning things. I thought we're learning it's things nose. today. I thought this was all about learning. It's not width or it's length. It's all learn things. You're learning about noses. Which one's taller? The one in the Luxor or the one in uh, Egypt? You talking about the pyramids? No, the Sphinx. Is there a Sphinx at the Luxor? Yes. No, I just remember the pyramid. Oh, my God. Um, Why would they go half-ass on the Egypt theme? I don't they're know. They're going to put a sphinx there if they're doing a pyramid. You got palm trees. Oh I'm guessing, uh, if you're asking, it's got to be... <laughs> I'm asking. It's got to be the Luxor. The Luxor is larger. Yeah, it was wild. 101 feet tall. Oh, that's a big sphinx. You want to know how big the sphinx is in Giza? Please. 66 feet. That's much less. See all the stuff we're learning? Oh, that makes my sphinxter clench. <laughs> Number six. Okay, here you I'm go. I'm scared. Here's this. This will combine your love of Vegas and your favorite film franchise. Oh, I Here love this. All comboed. The boxing match in 2006 movie <laughs> Rocky Balboa yeah. takes place at which Las Vegas resort? Yeah. The MGM, yeah. Caesars, yeah. Mandalay Bay, Mandalay. the Venetian. Yeah. 
And 2006 is Rocky Balboa. It's Where the, does the match take place? Takes place at the... MGM Caesars Mandalay Venetian. Trying to recall that film. Right. Trying to get it in my brain. Okay. Which is battle against Mason the Line Dixon. Right. It is at Mandalay Bay. Look at you. Total recall Look right there. You. How about that? Mm. Number seven. You know, I'm taking it seriously. You know, you can like show me some respect. I, so much it's respect. not about how hard life can hit you. It's about how hard life hits you and then you can get up again. Because nothing hits harder than life, right? It'll knock you to your knees. Okay. But it's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's about how many times you get up and you're not that kid, right? Or something like that. It's exactly what he said. Number seven. Who is considered the first celebrity chef to open a signature restaurant on the Las Vegas Strip? Yeah, and that would be me. It's not you. Oh. You're not the tallest, and you're not, not a, a chef, chef that I know of. Yeah. A, Imro Lagasse. Bam! Bam. Two, Wolfgang Puck. C, Michael Nina. D, Joel Rubicon. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I, I probably pronounced his name. I think... I remember when Emerald opened his Emerald restaurant. Sure, sure. I believe that was at the MGM Grand, if I'm mm, not mistaken. So much there that we know about. But now. Michael Mina, I remember he had his. Mm -hmm. uh, Where's Michael Mina's? Michael Mina's is in uh, Mandalay Bay, I think. Okay. Great steakhouse. Is it? I think, I think, I think, mm -hmm. I think Emerald was the first. I think Emerald Lagasse was the first. Wolfgang. Puck? Wolfgang Puck. Really? Wolfgang. Wouldn't have guessed Pucky. Good old Wolfgang and his shitty old, Caesar salad. Old Pucky. Oh, I forgot. Halves of a fucking head of lettuce. You're still fucking breadstick. Holding a grudge against fucking asshole. A salad. You have one job as a chef when you make a salad. Yeah. Cut the lettuce. Just go. Just don't go to the Cut the lettuce restaurant. up. Don't go there. You won't be happy. Too. Let me just get some fucking assholes. You ever heard of a wedge salad? They bring you out a wedge. Yeah, it's just a wedge of salad. I'm like, do your fucking job and turn this wedge of lettuce into a salad. Don't call it a salad. Just call it a wedge of lettuce. The worst. Number carry eight. on. Carry Number on. Eight. I will. Which hotel has been operating on the Las Vegas Strip the longest? Mm. Bally's, Monte Carlo, mm. Flamingo, mm. or the MGM? Well, the Flamingo was one of the original uh, hotels in Vegas. Okay. It's got to be Flamingo. Yeah, since 1946. Yeah, that's the, the one oldest. Bugsy. Bugsy opened that one. Bugsy, it's one of the oldest. Still, it's the oldest one still running. I believe so. 1946. Yes. Number nine. Mm. True or false? Yes. Las Vegas Boulevard was the first street paved in Las Vegas. True or false? I don't believe that's true at all because the the, the strip was uh, much later to the game than uh, than uh, downtown okay. Fremont Street or even uh, Tropicana, perhaps. Yeah. So I would say no, it's not. Not correct. You're right. Fremont. Yeah. 1925. <laughs> 1925. Right. Who's, who's Who? taller than the Sphinx now? Not you. Me. That's not, that's not any sense. Right. Number 10. Which of these classic Las Vegas hotel properties still operates under its original name today. Oh, that's scary. A, the Tropicana. Mm -hmm. B, the Aladdin. Uh. C, the Riviera. Uh. D, the Stardust. Ooh. Ooh. Which one of these still operates under its original name? The only one that's still an ongoing concern, I believe, is the Tropicana is the only one. Yeah. Yeah. For now, they're tearing it down. 
Oh no, I hadn't heard. They're gonna build the uh, Oakland A, the new Oakland A, the Las Vegas A's are moving there. They're gonna build the stadium. There. I had not heard that. Yep. You got your finger on the pulse, I, I gotta do. tell you. I do. Well, Eric, let's see how I did for it. a little quick math here. Tells me I got eight correct. There you go. That means you'll be getting the coffee cup, the shot glass, and the t-shirt winging its way to you sometime soon. Thank you so much, Eddie Pence, for putting together that quiz. Thank you, Eric. And thank you for joining us on the Garmy Game Show. See you next time on the Garmy Game Show. The Garmy Game Show is a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. All righty, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Congratulations to Cardi B. She has been cleared in that mic-throwing battery case there in Las Vegas. Thank God. She was at Dre's Beach Club. You remember last Saturday when she got splashed in the face with an unknown liquid. Right. And that caused her to retaliate by flinging her wireless microphone into the crowd. Sure. Hit the person who threw the water or whatever on her, but also careened off that person and struck another. She whipped it. She filed a, uh, a police report. It was investigated, and they've decided not to press charges mm. on Cardi B. Okay. So she's going to be a free woman. The police said when asked, it turns out that Cardi B did not do fuck shit, they said. I don't want people like to just keep doing fuck shit, saying fuck shit. So she's good to control in the clear. The Rock. What's this guy trying to prove? The Rock. That he's the best ever. Mm. So he's I hiding so. something. He there's, probably is. there's something fishy going on. He's overcompensating. I don't know if you saw this story about the UFC fighter named Themba Garimbo. I don't know anything about UFC. Themba Garimbo, Eddie okay. Pence, is a promising up-and-coming UFC fighter. Sure. And there was a big story about the fact that he was uh, fighting with just about $7 to his name, sleeping on the couch in the gym, so dedicated to his sport but hadn't really made any money yet. And uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson caught wind of this guy's story. Went down to meet him at the gym. They became friendly, and The Rock came back and said, I want you to meet my friend Jay at his apartment here in Miami. So they went to the apartment, they went in, and then Themba quickly looked around and saw his own family in photos all over the apartment. And that's when The Rock broke the story that it was now his apartment. The Rock had purchased it for him so he wouldn't have to sleep on the couch in his gym anymore. Wow. Wow. Quite a gift. Damn. Quite a gift. Rock believes in punching people in the face so much, (laughs) he wanted to make sure that that young man had everything he needed to inflict as much physical punishment on another human being. He doesn't want to deprive the world of one more face puncher. So it's very, very kind. Rock said, you can bring your kids here, man, your family. This place is yours. You don't have to think about anything. The only thing you think about is your family, getting them over here, getting them with you, training and becoming a champion. Wow. What'd this guy do to deserve this? I don't know. He just, he just was down just on his on luck. And he's a, he was a fighter without much money. Okay. There's a lot of fighters without money. I think so, too. I think most of, fighters don't have any money. There's a lot of people without much money yeah. in general. And they don't punch anybody. Right. But that's, right. Well, that's Rock being Rocky. Okay, Rock. Church of Scientology, surprisingly, has called Leah Remini's lawsuit against them completely reasonable and understand. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They actually said it was ludicrous and that she's a horrible person and that she's a bigot. A bigot? Shocking that the Church of Scientology would take the attack when someone dared to question their behaviors in their church. Where's the bigotry? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) 
she is a, a religious bigot, Eddie, oh, because oh. she is coming oh. against their religious beliefs. They're, they're made up bullshit religion. That's right. Okay. They said that this lawsuit is ludicrous. You remember yesterday we talked about the fact that um, she claimed that the Church of Scientology was harassing her, having people following right. her. There were all kinds of uh, claims in that suit. Yes. Ridiculous, they say. Sure. She's the one at fault. She's the anti-religious bigot, anti-free speech religious bigot. Hmm. She spreads hate and falsehoods and is now offended when people exercise their right to free speech, exposing her for what she is, an anti-free speech bigot. Isn't she exercising her free speech by I saying the Church of Scientology so. is a load of horseshit? But most people that bitch about free speech don't know what free speech is. Yeah. Uh, Remedy's complaints, they add, are like an anti-Semite complaining about the Jewish Anti-Defamation League exposing the anti-Semite's bigotry. What the fuck are they doing? What? The only difference is Judaism wasn't created by a science fiction writer in the 1950s based on nonsense, one could add. Not me, I no, wouldn't. No. But one could. One could. So we'll have to wait and see how that lawsuit Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself, talking to uh, a, uh, a website, doing an interview with comicbook.com, mm -hmm. was promoting her new action movie, Heart of Stone, that's going to be appearing on Netflix, and was asked about her future as Wonder Woman. She may have left the cat out of the bag. She said, as far as she knows... She is going to be sitting down with DC bosses James Gunn and Peter Safran and develop a third Wonder Woman film together with them. Oh. So we may still have uh, Gal Gadot as our Wonder I Woman. I like her as Wonder Woman. I do too. If I you're going to keep, keep her. If you're going to keep, uh, what's his face as Aquaman, which I think they're intending on doing, I believe right? they are going to keep why Jason Momoa. Why not keep her as Wonder Woman? Some folks would say maybe you just want to wipe the slate clean and start over. Well, do you're, that. You're getting a new Superman. With Momoa, knock him out. You're going to get a new Batman. Right. Get everybody gone. Hopefully the Flash is gone forever. Uh, yeah, hopefully. And uh, start anew across the board. Yeah. But it looks like that simply isn't going to happen. Mm. Patty Jenkins will not be involved in the third. Film, After 84, however. that's a good thing. That sounds fair. It sounds yeah. good. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on August 4th. Billy Bob Thornton is 68. Not only a fine, fine actor, but he's a musician as well. He's got his band, The Box Masters, who sort of uh, are a, uh, a, a spoof of old-time country music. They consider themselves what's called Mod Billy, which is sort of like a tongue-in-cheek mm -hmm. hillbilly band. They're pretty good. I'm a moron. He's a moron. I'm a dummy. He's a dummy. I'm an irresponsible washout and a debit to my gender. I spend too much time in bars. I let the asshole go too far. And that's why Tammy has my car. There you go. <laughs> Actor Daniel Day Kim from Lost and Hawaii Five O is 55. Actor turned princess. You don't get to say that very often. No, obviously from my pronunciation. Princess. Actor turned print turn. Actor. Printer. Actor. Black and white printer. Actor turned princess. Dreams come, dreams come true. Meghan Markle is 42 years old. Oh. I guess you could only really say that about one other actor. Yeah. Who would that be? Eddie Pence uh, for bonus points. Uh, Prince Lou. <laughs> no. He famously married. Lou did princess, not. Uh, Lou did not become a jam. No. Uh, jam Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. Right. Sure. Became uh, Princess Grace of Monaco. Of right. Course. Right. 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 Greta Gerwig. I bet she's pretty happy on her birthday today. She's 40 years old. Director, of course, of Barbie and a fine actress as well. 
twins Dylan and Cole Sprouse from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody are 31 years old. And drubber, drubber, drummer, 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 Rob Saika from the Boo Radleys. He's 55 years old today. Wake up, it's a beautiful morning. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now it's time for us to open the subterranean titanium vault that lies beneath the Batcave. Therein Mm -hmm. is the entire history of cinema, every movie ever made. Impressive. We like to pick a couple out every Friday and suggest some movies to you that maybe you haven't seen that we think are underappreciated. It's time to open up the video vault. do the movies of Paul Rubens because he's been in way more movies than just the uh, Pee Wee uh, movies. So I think we should do in honor of Paul Rubens. Love you. Mean it. Bye. I agree. Paul was a great actor. Yes, he was. Uh, He had to be to pull off that character, but he was in a ton of other great projects as well. Starting with uh, Blues Brothers. He made a small appearance in that film. Cheech and Chong's movies. Next movie in Nice Dreams. Uh, Batman Returns, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, as a voice actor, The Nightmare Before Christmas and the Smurf movies, Dunstan Checks In, Mystery Man, he's so funny in yes, Mystery Man, Reno 911 Miami, just so many great performances in a ton of different films. So we thought we'd pick a couple of our favorites. I'm going to go first with the 2001 biographical crime drama called Blow, directed by Ted Demi. He is in that film with Johnny Depp. Johnny plays a um, small-town boy who becomes a millionaire dealing in drugs based on a true story about George Jung. And he starts to interact with Pablo Escobar and other cartel leaders with the help of a California, Southern California hairdresser who is helping him move all his products, starting with marijuana and then uh, with cocaine. And that's the role played by Paul Rubens in this. It is completely removed from anything you've ever seen him do before. It's, it turns hilarious and chilling. It's, it's, it's a great, great performance in a very underviewed and underappreciated film, in my opinion. Here's a scene where Johnny Depp's character and Paul's character are getting the cocaine that they've just received tested by none other than Bobcat Goldthwaite, is also in this <laughs> film. And together they recognize they're dealing with pure... pure cocaine, and they're not quite sure how they're going to be able to move that much. What did I tell you, Derek? It's great. Uh, What am I supposed to do with all this? Sell it. Jesus Christ, George. I don't see you in two years, and you show up at my fucking door with 110 pounds of blow? Just fucking sell it, Derek. All right but it's gonna take me a year. I can't feel my face. 
I mean, I can touch it, but I can't feel it inside. Thirty-six hours. Thirty-six hours. I don't believe we got rid of it in thirty-six hours. I think it's fair to say you underestimated the market, Derek. Right on. That's going to take us longer to count it than it did to sell it. I love that film. A lot of people say it's too derivative. Reminds them of Goodfellas. I'm like. That's okay. I could use more movies like Goodfellas. Those are two great movies. I got no problem like that. He, he was such a good actor. I don't know why he did not work more. I think because he was so very recognized as, as that character that a lot of people short-sightedly <sighs> didn't think he could do other things. Or they were afraid perhaps audiences would be distracted yeah. by saying, oh, there's Pee Wee Herman. He just didn't role. get enough of him. So good. Um, I picked uh, 1986's Flight of the Navigator. Never saw this. Never saw this? No. This was before Disney had all the rights to all the other IPs and they had to make their own stuff. Ah, back in the, old, old, the, old, the dark the days. So this is a fun, it was a fun film when I was a kid. It's a, it's about a little boy uh, named David Freeman who's lives in uh, Florida and he's sort of just walking through the woods and he falls into a ditch. <laughs> like you do? Like you do. And, and then uh, he finds a body? Is no, there a body no, in the no, ditch? that's Stand By Me. Oh. Um, no, he's, uh, he uh, blacks out and then wakes up and it's eight years later. What? It's 1986 now instead of 1978. And he has no memory, but everyone else is aged and he hasn't. Hmm. So the whole, there's a whole mystery of like what happened to him. Where, and uh, there was a spaceship that had crashed. And we, you find out later on that he was abducted and taken uh, into space. And so with the way time works, when you go away, everyone else aged on Earth. And he was just gone for a few minutes and came back. But... Uh, Everyone else aged. Wow. Because that's how space sure, time that's how works. Space time space works. Stuff. Right. Anyway, Mar uh, Paul Rubens plays the uh, the uh, computer of the space the spaceship. He's It's a voiceover role. Gotcha. And at first, you really don't recognize him as Paul Rubens because it sounds like this very modulated voice as a robot. And sure. then at one point, he interacts and connects with the boy because uh, he has to download a bunch of information in the boy's brain. So like a mind meld? Sort of like a mind meld because you, you, really, you, you find out in the movie that humans only use 10% of the brain. So... The computer dumps a bunch of useless information into the brain of the child just to hold it there. And then the spaceship crashes. And now the ship realizes that the, the, the hard drives were erased. So they need that information back in order to get home. Gotcha. So he's got to connect back with the boy and he melds with the boy. And then Paul Rubens sort of, you've, then you start to recognize Paul Rubens in this role because he becomes a more human-like after he melds with the kid. Um, it's a fun movie. I enjoyed it as a kid. It was, it was a kind of a big, it's sort of become a cult movie for uh, Disney fans. Uh, but it was one of those like summer movies in the 80s that you just sort of watched every day when it was on HBO or Cinemax, and it was fun. All right. If you want to so. sit down with the kids and uh, hear Paul Rubin doing one of his famous voiceover roles, The Flight of the Navigator. Here's the scene Eddie was talking about where the computer uh, connects up with this kid's brain yeah. and starts to become a little bit more human. Will this hurt? You will feel nothing. Will I remember everything? You will retain all that. How many times have you done this thing? Zero. Zero? You mean never? I'm not going to let you try this out on me. What if you fry my brain? I will not fry your brain. How do you know? I have been programmed with superior intelligence. Lie down. Okay. <sighs> That's it? That's it, Davy. Davy. If you want to learn to swim, you've got to jump in the water. Don't forget to feed Bruiser. Do all these patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, honey, sun, sesame seed bun. Whoa! 
This can't be happening. I think I've gotten some stuff out of your head that has nothing to do with navigating this ship. You sound just like a human. No! That dumb dog will never learn to catch a frisbee. You are an inferior species, you dumb boy. Butt face. Ghost bucket. <laughs> hey, well, if you're so perfect, what are you still doing here? I told you, I blew a fuse when I totaled out that electrical tower. I was checking out some daisies. Crashed while looking at flowers? Ha! Sounds like you're the inferior species. I'll show you who's inferior. Heads up! Hey, take it easy! Well, excuse me! <laughs> a lot of peewee in there. Very much. A lot of peewee. Peewee running a spaceship. This was also one of the very first films to incorporate CGI. I remember that being the story at the, the time. It's a big drawing like point. Some of our characters are going to be made by computers. Yeah. So this, is one of the, this is like the first film to really delve into this. Another yeah. reason to check out Flight of the Navigator or for the grown-ups blow wow. this weekend. I'm just saying wow. that was a kid's movie. So? It's a kid's movie. So? For kids. And blow is for grown-ups. kids that are still in adult bodies that want to remain young at heart. There you go. There. That's... There's the correction. Thank you. Everybody enjoy the work of Paul Rubens this weekend. Time to close up the old video vault. And that's it, boys and girls, for the shows this week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed yourself. I know we did. We'll be doing it all again on Monday, so we hope to see you right here. Same Ralph time, same Ralph channel. Meanwhile, have a great weekend. Whatever it is you're going to do, please take care of yourselves. Stay good in the hood. Because life is life. We want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. Until Monday, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha-ha, so ha I got it. Ha-ha, bye-bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, men. Well, this is, this is, this is awesome.